Welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get your Bible and get ready to take some notes as we jump into another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey everyone, and welcome to the bonus episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast. I am so glad that you're joining us today. If you're on here, go ahead and like and share this podcast and leave a rating so that we know that you love it. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, we'd like to welcome you as well. So I want to make a couple quick announcements on this bonus episode. If you haven't checked out joeymiller.co, check it out. There's blog posts. There's all things that I love on there. So check out joeymiller.co to stay up to date with everything going on at the Mrs. Rev podcast, as well as our L Journal magazine and L Ministry. So check it out. We have an event coming up November 8th. It is an L fall event called Devon Air Night with special guest Hosanna Wong. And you're not going to want to miss this event. You can register at joeymiller.co. Just click on the button. It's a free event. But there's a VIP experience that I want to invite you to. It's limited. So get your tickets as quickly as you can if you want to be a part of this event. But it's a special event where you can come up to our special pink room behind the scenes uh, before the event pre-service party where you'll have a chance to meet and greet with uh, Hosanna Wong and, of course, me as well and get some pictures taken as well as a light meal and some goodies back there. We have a special treat for you. And then the next day, Saturday, November 9th, we want to invite you back to Champion Center where we're going to be having a brunch for our VIP guest. So the ticket includes the Friday night experience and the Saturday morning brunch. At that Saturday morning brunch, you're going to be able to meet and greet with many of the L Journal contributors, as well as be present for a Mrs. Rev live broadcast. It's going to be a wonderful time to get to know other ladies of the faith. So we want to invite you to be a part of that VIP experience. Go to joeymiller.co to check it out. You can also register at championcenter.net. We're going to get into uh, the word today. I want to talk to you. We did a podcast. We're in 21 days of prayer and fasting here at Champion Christian Center. So I did a three-part podcast series. Uh, uh, We are just launched the first part of that series called When You Pray. And so addressing prayer and fasting, I'm going to go over three principles in these next three weeks about prayer and fasting that we find in Matthew 6, three keys to your breakthrough. And, you know, the Bible talks about different keys that God has set us up with to have breakthroughs in different areas of our life. And Matthew talks about the different areas in our Christian walk. And he uses the words uh, when you and that's indicative that those are things that we should be doing, not if you or maybe you could when. When you, meaning if you're a Christian, these are the things that you should be doing to live a a walk that you're seeing breakthroughs that's setting you up for success. So there's three areas that he addresses in Matthew 6, and one is when you pray. And we talked about that during last week's podcast. Jesus talked about when you pray and taught us a form for prayer. Uh, And we want to make these podcasts really practical for you so you can walk away and be like, hey, I understand that better or I'm going to implement this in my life. The second point is when you fast, and the third is when you give. So we're going to be addressing those two other principles in the upcoming podcast and the weeks to follow. But I want to take a minute and kind of pause with this bonus episode. It's it's a tag along to our When You Pray 
podcast because I want to talk about praying in the Holy Spirit and how I implement that in my everyday uh, prayer time. And so uh, let's talk about that for a second. Let's take a look at what the Bible says about praying in the Spirit as part of our daily prayer time. And let's look at some benefits that we get from including our uh, Spirit-filled prayer time as well. So uh, first of all, we're going to take a look what the Bible says about praying in the Spirit. First Corinthians says this, First Corinthians 14, 15. This is Paul talking. He says, what am I to do? I will pray with my spirit, but I also pray with my mind. I will sing praise with my spirit, but I will also sing with my mind. So he's talking about here uh, a balanced life of, of prayer. And he's addressing the Corinthian church. They were uh, just talking basically in the spirit to each other all the time. And he's like, he had to correct them and say, look, praying in the spirit's good. I, he goes on in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 18. He says, look, I speak in tongues more than all of you. I'm not telling you to stop doing that. But what I'm telling you is that there's a balance in your prayer life of praying in the spirit and praying in your understanding. So when I get up in the morning and I start my prayer time, the first thing that I do is I take some time and I pray in the spirit uh, with it, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. So I pray in my prayer language and I'll do that. You know, uh, I try to be disciplined about it. Sometimes it just flows, flows, flows. Other times I'm like, you know, I have to really say, okay, I'm going to focus. I'm going to pray in the spirit for five minutes or 10 minutes as I'm starting my prayer time. And what that does, it, it, it does a couple different things. Number one, it, it starts to, to give me the mind of Christ because the Bible talks about that when we're praying in the spirit, we're, we're giving the utterances of God. We're communicating with God, our spirits communicating with the spirit of God directly. So it sets me up. I get in the mind of Christ. First thing in the morning, my spirit man is being refreshed and renewed as I pray in the spirit. Another thing that it does is it, uh, it, it awakens my spirit to the word of God. I do this as I'm entering my time of prayer and Bible reading because as I'm praying in the spirit, the, the spirit teaches us all things and it, it unwraps the mysteries of God to us. So it's a spirit of revelation to us that we are, when we read the word of God, it brings me fresh understanding. Uh, I see things in in a enlightened way. So I love to start my prayer times praying in the spirit uh, to really get the most out of my prayer time. So there's different reasons that we that we pray in the Holy Spirit as part of our prayer life. And I want to go over some of these different aspects or benefits or reasons that we do this with you. So hopefully that you can start, if you haven't already, uh, implementing them into your prayer time. So, you know, maybe you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you haven't uh, prayed daily. I would admonish you, take some time daily to pray in the Holy Spirit. And we're going to go into the benefits of it. Number one is this edification. When you pray in the spirit, it builds you up. Jude 1.20 talks about this. It says, build yourself up in the most holy faith and by praying in the Holy Spirit. That when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you're building yourself up. You're building your spirit man up. You're edifying yourself in the Holy Spirit. And, and that is a great way to start your prayer time, to bring that edification, that build up. You're building up your spirit, man. You're, you're feeling full and confident. So you're edifying yourself. You know, if you, if you ever feel like you're in a funk, and you know what I'm talking about, if I ever feel like I'm in a funk and I'm just like, man, 
I just don't feel myself today or maybe I feel like a spirit of heaviness trying to come on me or I feel like, uh, you know, just not myself. I just pray in the Holy Spirit. It edifies me. It puts me back on track. I can focus and all of a sudden I, I feel that thing lift off of me or it's a refocusing and I'm building myself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. So number one, it brings edification. Number two, it's a form of intercession. It's a form of intercession. Let me read you some scriptures. If you have a pen, you can write these down. Romans 8, 26 through 27. It says, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the God's people in accordance with the will of God. When you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you're praying out the will of God. You might not understand the words that you're speaking. Sometimes you'll get an impression, like sometimes I'll be praying in the Holy Spirit and I won't know exactly what I'm saying, but I'll have a feeling of maybe who I'm praying for or a burden for a particular area that I know that that's what I'm praying out in the Holy Spirit. But you're praying the will of God. And so, you know, you're making intercession. It says we we might not know what to pray for, but the spirit in us does. And it's praying through for us. And you're <laughs> this is such a beautiful gift for the believer. It really helps to set you up to win in the area of your prayer life because even the things in the natural that maybe you don't know are coming or that you don't know that a brother or sister in Christ are going through, as you're praying in the Spirit, you're actually praying for them. Uh, so, you, so you're actually changing situations as you're praying in the Spirit. And, and so it's good to pray in the Spirit. You're actually entering into a time of intercession that takes you beyond just your natural understanding, what you might naturally pray for, uh, out of out of uh, your own knowledge, it takes you into a spirit-led prayer life. You know, uh, when it comes to intercession, it also says this in 1 Corinthians 14, 2. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one can understand them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. You're uttering the mysteries of God, that, that you're communicating with God. You're not communicating to your brother or sister in Christ. That's what Paul was talking about in the scripture in 1 Corinthians 14, uh, 15 and, and through 18 that we opened up with. He's not, you're not speaking to each other in the spirit. You're communicating with God. It's, it's something that he's a gift that he's equipped you with is the baptism of the Holy Spirit for you to communicate and pray through the mysteries of God. So if, if, part of the role of the Holy Spirit is to make intercession, then why did Paul say that you're to pray in your understanding and to pray in your spirit? You know, if you're just reading these scriptures, you're like, wow, then I'll just pray in the spirit all the time. That'll be my full expression of my prayer life because, you know, all of these wonderful things are happening. Well, let me just say, uh, like we talked about last week, when you pray, there's also power that is released when you pray out of your understanding. What I mean by that is this. You're praying. First of all, you're renewing your mind with the word of God. So not only are you praying out the word of God, but you're renewing your mind to the understanding of what God's will is on the matter. So you're praying God's will out. See, God's will is his word and his word and his spirit move together. It's not one or the other. So you're praying with a... a the steadfastness of his word, knowing that you have a foundation to stand on and you're renewing your mind in those things. See, if you're just always praying in the spirit, then if you had a thought contrary to the word of God, then you weren't renewing your mind with the word. You would just give in to any little thing. But when you renew your, your mind with the word of God and you're praying out the word of God and a thought comes to you contrary to faith, you can call it out and be like, no, that's not in the word. 
you know, I'm, I'm going to declare the word of God over my situation. Another reason we pray out in understanding is because when we speak the word of God out of our mouth, it holds power. Power of life and death are in the tongue. We talk about this all the time on the Mrs. Rev podcast. You're speaking out the word of God and you're decreeing a thing, as the book of Job says. And as you're doing that, it's being established. There's power in your declaration. There's power in your words. So it's important to pray in the spirit, but it's important to pray with understanding as well. Another thing is, you know, if you're just praying in the spirit all the time, it can almost make you um, undisciplined or lazy in your natural thinking. Like, I'm just going to pray in the spirit. I'm not going to discipline my mind to believe God for things. It's good when when your mind attaches to your faith in the way that, that they work together to see the will of God come forth. So, you know, your faith is being built through the word of God and then you're taking your thoughts captive to serve the will of God in your life. And all of a sudden you're, you're declaring and believing for things and seeing them manifest before you. So it's good to pray in the spirit and in understanding. Both of those components should be a part of your everyday prayer life. The third benefit to it, uh, to praying in the spirit, is that it gives you uh, power and boldness, power and boldness. As, as you're praying in the spirit daily, you're filled and, and filled with the fire of God and continuing to be filled with the power and the boldness that comes from the Holy Spirit. Acts uh, 2.4, it says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the reference there actually means in the original context to continue to be filled with the Spirit, not just a one-time event, but to be daily filled with the Spirit, to be renewed by the Spirit, to be empowered by the Spirit. That when you leave your prayer time, you go out feeling full, ready to take on the world, ready to stand up against any lie or attack of the enemy, ready to walk full of faith and take ground uh, in your life. So, you know, uh, it's a huge benefit to pray daily in the Spirit to be continually filled. That's how you are continually filled with the Spirit is to make it a part of your everyday prayer life. So, I just wanted to pop onto this podcast really quick to encourage you as women of God that you would be amiss to listen to last week's podcast when you pray and not implement praying in the spirit is part of your everyday prayer life. So insert that. Begin your prayer time praying in the spirit. Maybe you're not used to doing that. Start, you know, time yourself and be like, you know, I'm going to pray in the spirit for a whole minute as I enter my prayer time and then increase it to five minutes, 10 minutes and say, I'm going to spend this time getting in the mind of Christ, um, getting edified, making intercession, walking in power and boldness. Just really insert and implement that into your prayer time and see how it, it affects you, how it changes your prayer life in the time that you spend in God's word. So, I just want to pray with you. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence and speaking in tongues, it's not weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. It's in the word of God. And, you know, you're not going to receive the things of God in your mind. You receive them in your spirit. So maybe today you're listening and you say, you know, I want that gift. The Bible says it's the gift that God has given to believers. So it's a free gift. You don't have to earn your way. All you have to do is be a child of God. Confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that gift is available to you. So I want to end this podcast by praying for you. If you've already been filled, I want to pray that you would just have a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. You would continue to grow in the spirit. And if you've never been filled today, I want to pray that you're filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, that you can walk in the full empowerment of what God has called you uh, to do. So, Father, in Jesus' name. 
I thank you for every listener today. I pray that you would uh, fill those who have already been filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit afresh and anew today, Father. Fresh fire be upon them. I thank you for the fresh passion that comes with with that, for your word. A fresh passion that comes from Holy Spirit for your word, for the things of God. I pray that you would stir uh, their prayer life, Father. That you would stir it up. That they would grow in their prayer life, Father. I just pray you would refresh them and edify them today in Jesus' name. And those that are listening that have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues, I thank you that it is a gift. And as they pray with me today and they want to receive that great gift, I pray that you would fill them now in Jesus' name, wherever they're at, wherever they're listening, in their car, in their house, in their bed, wherever they're at, even in the middle of Starbucks, I pray that you would fill them right now with the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening with us today. I pray that you implement this into your prayer life on fasting. I'm so excited to address this topic, and we will see you soon on the Mrs. Rev podcast. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. Once again, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a review and a rating. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev podcast.